to SmacksCast. I'm Shonen. And I'm Max. We're coming to you from the bunker, located miles beneath the earth and yards away from our wives. We're here to inform, uplift, regurgitate, and uncomplicate the various modes of popular culture that we enjoy. From Game of Thrones, Doctor Who, and Torchwood to Justified, Stephen King, video games, and music. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And don't forget to rate us highly on iTunes so that we can keep it coming. All right, Max, did you have a good week? Man, I did. It's been pretty nice so far. Anything new happen in the last week? Uh, not so much this week. Okay, uh, I know I know something really exciting happened a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it has to do with uh, people of certain famous status knocking on your door with awards in their, in their Yeah, hands. man, recent, recent Emmy winner uh, Jeremy Davies just showed up at our house the other day, uh, unannounced, un, uh, uninvited. No, I'm just kidding. Uh but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was amazing. Like uh, I was getting ready for uh, getting ready to go to work. Uh, I hear my wife downstairs talking to somebody, and you know, I'm just that's always bad to, news. Well, yeah, that's like I figured sales or old friends or something like that. Whatever it is, I got to get to work, so I don't have time to mess with it. Uh, she runs upstairs real quick, and she's like, "There's a there's a famous guy, like an actor, in our living room," and I'm like, "What? Huh?" <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, was your like, daughter a, down there at the time? No, she was in daycare, man. Otherwise, she would have been running circles around that right. uh, and probably would have smashed the Emmy wide open, but uh, or at least like shoved, shoved it in our wall or something like that. You know, the wings first, because uh, I think Charlotte can do left a wing in there. Yeah, yeah. a yeah, wing a mark, wing in the plaster. Yeah, something for us to remember him by, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but apparently, what what the deal is like? We uh, we live in the old Davies estate. Uh, so Jeremy the Davies, Davies Mance, yeah, yeah. yeah, on which resides the uh, the bunker, Davies Abbey, I think the Smacks Cast yeah. Bunker. That's right. Um, and so this guy's just, you know, he he, I think was feeling a little sentimental, uh, reminiscing a little bit. He had just been to his mom's grave. She was buried here. I think she died when he was eight or something. You know, early on. Uh, and so he had taken the Emmy to the grave, you know, like, uh, look, Ma, I done well, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And uh, decided to come by the house. We got a bunch of. Buddha statues and stuff all around. I got a few on the porch, and I he made a, a comment as like uh, saying that that's sort of what brought him up on the porch. You know, he was just gonna stand out there for a minute and take it in and decided yeah, folks, like uh, we're stroking the karma here on Smack's absolutely cast. pays to have some Buddhas out front. That's all I'm saying. Karma uh, is not Buddhist. No, I'm no, sorry. But Whoops, hey, that's all right. Uh, all apologies. Know, Eastern philosophy in general. Uh, but anyway, um, and folks, I apologize for the sniffling. I have Kansas sinusitis, sinusitis to the max. Yeah, I did it. It was my fault. Uh, it's it was really pretty cool, man, and and completely surprising, and uh, it left me speechless. At least initially, you know, I just uh, I oh came my God. to to this guy chilling in the living room to Dan Faraday or Dickie Bennett, you know, depending upon if you watch Lost or Justified right. or, you know, you've seen... Uh, t- uh, or Private Upton. Saving Private Ryan. It was yep. uh, Private Upton in there, the the translator guy. Yeah. Um, but a, a real cool actor, any way you look at it, uh, having just won, I think, the best guest star on a television show, Emmy, uh, which I held in my hands and fondled, like... Uh, just slightly inappropriate. Yeah, and he's he's. Pr- I think he's going on his third year this upcoming season. That will he be a, that he will be a quote uh, guest star. Yeah, unquote. I mean, I wonder if you if you're a regular, I wonder how it is that you're a guest. Star, whatever it was, <laughs> and it enabled him to win an Emmy and then bring it into my living room, which was crazy. Uh, and it's. I mean, he came to the perfect house. I don't know that the, you know the other people in the neighborhood are nerds. I'm sure a few of them are. People watch Justified, obviously, but and you uh, moved here when? Oh, like 
couple months ago. Yeah, yeah right. So, uh, the timing was fortuitous. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and we bought the house off of Lindsay Wagner, man. But yeah, not, not yeah, you to, told me that. Not the yeah. Lindsay Wagner. Post bionic uh, woman yeah. fame. Yeah, different Lindsay Wagner. But uh, still, you know, cool. I mean, I had Oded Fair come to my house, but nothing like nothing. That's, similar to that's uh, the man over from Deuce Bigelow folks. I don't know if you know about that I, I love that yeah. I mean he's been in so much other stuff but I just Carlos from yes. uh, from uh, Resident Evil and he was Homeboy in the Mummy too I can't remember his character's name but he was a badass in there oh uh, yeah he was and uh, surprisingly small for you know how they always they they, they tend to exaggerate stature in film and sure. television anyway especially action heroes right and you know he was always seemed like he was always setting on a horse in the first mummy film right. but he was the character that had the tattoos under his eyes and they were the guardians of the uh, the lost or or mr i don't know the 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 city that um Hamanoptra. yeah Hamanoptra. yeah that's right uh, but, yeah. In in stark contrast, man, Jeremy Davies rather uh, taller than you would have imagined. Just really? because he usually plays like the scrawny small. Yeah, he dude. he did look tall in that picture with you. Yeah, he's yeah. at least. I mean, he's as tall as me, if not taller. Uh, and we'll try to post that uh, on our blog page. That's uh, smackscast dot wordpress or slash wordpress dot com. No, it is you. You wrote the first time smackscast dot wordpress dot com. I always want to tell apologies too. But and good news, folks. Uh, well, I'm breaking. Sorry to break in on the JD story, but uh, we are on iTunes. This we're going to post everything we have recorded, um, which should be another two or three episodes on iTunes, and we're going to do our best to get it up there tonight. It's the 19th of October, um, and so we we hope you'll all go out and subscribe if you like what you're listening to and rate us highly so that we can keep coming because we really enjoy doing this and frankly if you don't like what you're listening to just lie to them dude it, we don't yeah care. lie you lie know, pretend just like this is the best shit you ever download heard. it don't listen to it rate it highly we we love it all the same when, what when's the last time you listened to a podcast and the dude just met jeremy davies yeah <laughs> right probably an emmy podcast and it was probably not that long ago but whatever war had had oded fair the mummy dude yeah. at his house in his home and the, the mummy dude made his 12-year-old son ball. Yeah, he made my son cry. Not that's, ball, that's not ball up. like as in ball. <laughs> right. He didn't grab the dog and begin to ball, per se. He be- <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! Uh, <laughs> oh, that bear. Balls deep. Oh, the mummy got <laughs> that. Uh, hey, man, sometimes you got that reaction. I mean, that's why he was the man whore, you know? It wasn't because he was uh, an unattractive, you know, undesirable gentleman. It's because things, he made people want to ball. Certain things flip my switch, too. That's right. But he made him, no, he made him cry because I have a son who's now 22. So it's been quite some time since my brush with fame. But he is autistic or has Asperger's syndrome, basically, which is... Uh, Excuse me. Asperger's is a component of autism, but Thad was into everything. Kids with Asperger's tend to have their special interests, and Thad's interest at that time had to do with anything Egyptian. Period. So we had seen the Mummy trilogy multiple times. Right. Multiple times. So when we walked in the garage after the, it turns out that my my children's godparents, um, Steve is the, the the patriarch of that that clan. His cousin is named Rhonda Tollison, and she started a production company with Sean Connery after working as his assistant for some nice. years. And, um, God, I'm sorry to be sniffling, but... Um, 
<clears throat> Turns out she met Oded in Hollywood somehow, and they mated, married, or married, and then mated. They balled, folks. They, they balled. balled. They did ball. He did make her ball quite vig- vigorously as well, because that produced young Atticus, which was their first offspring from the balling uh, episode. I don't know whether he made her ball and then she balled or whether they just balled. There's a lot of balls rolling around. Uh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of a lot of plates spinning, a lot of balls rolling. But at that but at that point, they had one child named Atticus, and he named a clothing line after that. That's a cool name. But he, we, um, they, Stephen Donita, the matriarch of the aforementioned godparenting clan, uh, met us in the garage, and they said we have a surprise for Thad. So we went in and got Thad, took him out in the garage, and he very nearly fell flat on his face and. When he saw Oded, Oded said, Hey, what's up, buddy? You know what I'm saying? He's nice. Israeli. Yeah. He's That's Israeli. Really cool. How are you doing, buddy? Something like that without the, Oh, 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 oh. You right. know, Chuck. Didn't sound like Count Chuck. Anyway, um, he immediately quoted a line from The Mummy, which I thought was pretty cool. And I looked at my son, and he had tears streaming down his face. And he just, re- <laughs> he, he didn't ask permission, but he ran up and, it scared the shit out of me, Max. I thought, oh my god, I'm going to be sued to death because he's hugging Oded Fair. Right. Okay, hey man, that is, there are worse things, you know? No, Thad. Hug poor people. Poor people. <laughs> they need hugs the most. Rich people get them all the time. Absolutely. Anyway, this guy spent well over an hour playing catch with my son in the yard. Talking, That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Talking, signing things, which Max did not have Jeremy Davies sign anything for his good friend Sean, which leads me to you know, believe that I he just uh, used me for a podcast partner. I'm kind of a bastard in that way. No, but uh, he has no, yet to make me ball, ladies and gentlemen, and I refuse to do so. That's I'm saving the Barry White voice for later, man. It's we're, gonna do it. You're gonna... we're both married. He doesn't like them fat either, so... But we um, we both have wives and families, just not to frighten anybody. But it does get a bit close here in the uh, in the bunker from time there's, to time. There's a little heat, man. And all this talk of bawling has got me thinking. No. All right. Move on. Anyway. That was Jeremy the sound Davies. of one eyebrow raised, folks. I was like, oh. <laughs> Raised to the roof. Oh, and if we do get this picture posted of Max and JD, a.k.a. Jeremy Davies, our new best friend, or his new best friend. He didn't get anything signed or anything. Oh, I mentioned we were doing a podcast, though, man. I'd see, you know. Uh, there could be, there could be, an interview in the future. There could be an interview in the future. If we, I mean, if we can contact this dude and just say, "Hey, man, you remember that one time you were at my house?" I have an idea. He like, told you if you ever put the house up for sale, yeah. to call him, say, "Hey, man, the house is for sale," and then when he calls, say, "Psych, you want to do an interview?" That won't work. Well, it's, I mean, it's always good to use subterfuge and guile, I think, so he'll he'll appreciate that. A.K.A. Uh, lie like a motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, and you'll get to see my, uh, I'm now internet famous as the guy with the mustache hat. Come on, have, man. Uh, I, that was my story. I was talking about how the eyebrow was up to the hairline, but then oh, I was going right. to say, well, in the picture, because Max texted me and said, dude, I have a mustache on my head. And Max has one of these eagles over his front door, and he was just the right height where it looked like that eagle was just perched right on his dome. And it looks like a mustache because the eagle's talons are missing. It's quite an old eagle, I might say. But 
And my head's covering up a portion of it, but yeah, it looks like I have a wicked sweet head stash. So I'm just really hoping I start like I want to see I want to see photo bombs of this shit. I want like it's I want your grandparents new, to have head stashes. There will know? be a new trend. You're you're a, you're a not a fad setter, a trend setter. I I like it. Absolutely. Although with nations of millions dead from the plague eh, and and uh, the zombie infestation, um, we're just we're just grasping for uh, subscribers here. If you're so, keeping any dead family members chained up in a in a barn somewhere or something, or you're leaving them behind you armless, yeah, and uh, you have your samurai sword or your nail, AK katana, nail a mustache to their head, send us the pic, and we nail post it. that fucker to their post head. it on our blog. So maybe we'll get an interview someday. We got to get some practice at this interview type stuff, but I got to stop sniffling first of all. But no, my, man, my wife says all I do is sniff. It adds, it adds texture to the podcast. Like uh, yeah, man. It's a uh, every day you sniffle, sniffle, sniffle. It's cool. I like it. Uh, it's a little funky. Wee 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 Yeah. What what? Oh God. Uh, so that's uh, two you, white guys trying to. Ra- we're uh, we're quitting podcasting and starting a rap career. Uh, oh Lord God! Stay posted for that. Joaquin Phoenix, look out! Yeah, that's right, man. You'll notice he started acting again. So apparently, it the, was a, uh, that was a hoax, though. Did you hear about that? I mean, that was it was all for the the, for the documentary thing. about it. Yeah, yeah. It was, I'm still here. Exactly, and so it was for that film because that dude's so method that he's gonna like you know uh, endanger his own image and all this other junk just to do that. I'm pretty sure. Well, that or that's his cover story, and he just it was fucking terrible, is whatever it was. It's pretty rough. It was about as good as Snoop Lion and shit. Uh, Snoop Dogg's new Rastafarian uh, reggae career. Oh, it's really? Rough. Yeah, if you haven't heard any of that, did you hear about that at all? Uh, man, so for the for those that don't know, Snoop Dogg uh, went to Jamaica, smoked a ton of reefer, sat down with a Rastafarian priest, and decided, uh, who told him that he was the reincarnation of Bob Marley, amongst other things, uh, decided to give up rap for reggae and started, restart his career as uh, Snoop Lion. Which uh, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't even be the worst thing in the world if it was good, and it's not. Like I I listened to a little clip of it online. And you mean this is for real? He he's yeah. trying to do this. Unless he comes out with like Snoop Dogg, I'm still here. The you know the Snoop Lion <laughs> story, and then he's like, I'm going back to rap, everybody. That was all for the, the dude, all for the, this movie. The dude could rhyme, and he's given he's that so up for. And it, yeah, for for putting out mediocre at best, like reggae with toneless, like it just yeah. It's and Jimmy Cliff is on the comeback. He's fucked. He's fucked. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. There are existing reggae artists that are awesome. At least work with Mati reggae artists. Yahoo. Yeah, and then rap rap alongside it. Do what you do, and then bring that to people. But don't. You're not. I don't know, dude. And I love Snoop Dogg back in the doggy style. With I do too. Marta was the case because the case was Marta. But it ever. was the case that they gave him. Uh, oh yeah that's yeah uh, and Death Row is the label that pays him you know I, I don't know dude it was so good oh, and, yeah. and it, Snoop Lion is so not that 90s good. Snoop Lion yes. for real somebody's gonna send out a hit squad for that Rastafarian priest and then it's all gonna end and I'm not saying that dude shouldn't give some stuff a try like do whatever man if you wanna play klezmer music and shit but don't don't change your name to Snoop Yankovic like just be Snoop Dogg and then put out a klezmer song I don't know do polka dude but not yeah, yeah. anyway so that's our uh, celebrity spotlight for this week and I doubt if we'll have another one for the next five or six years 
Um, unless we get that interview, and then we will let you know in advance for show. And then you'll hear it. But yeah, I mean, and also for those of you who are not familiar with the, you know, his, his many roles or whatever, check Jeremy Davies out in anything that he's been oh, in. It's hilarious. He's awesome, his he's very really first is. independent role that brought him to light was called Spanking the Monkey. And in that film, he does not spank the monkey. He humps his mummy. Yeah, it's uh, it's Oedipal at the very least. Like it's a uh, it's a uh, tense and uh, it's a, well, it's a black comedy and it's a David O. Russell flick. I think it was the first David O. Russell okay. flick. Okay, Oedipus Rex. Yeah, so the sequel. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said he was working on uh, the new. And no, I'm just kidding. He uh, he said he was going to shoot the new Justified. He did. Uh, he did, however. They're lining that, up uh, actresses because that chick had all she could take. Right. She's, yeah. She's like, I'm. Well, now it's now it's a dude and his grandma. So Unless it's like the mummy next... can no longer walk. Oh man, oh, dude. Uh, you know, he was impressed that that I was familiar with the film, though. Like, I think you probably don't. Uh, I don't know. It's, what was spanking the monkey? Yeah, because he was like, "You watch that?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, I watch all kinds of like Dude, indie flicks and stuff." Why did you not call me? I that was. Uh, I've I, been a Jeremy Davies like, fan. I gotta get to work, man. I've got to admit, though, I turned that on one night, like in the first two minutes, and I'm like, it was very "I really, I really got into the way he acts because he acts with his face." His gestures, his voice. He's a very, very good actor. If anyone hasn't seen him out there, like Max said, give him a try. But I got into this show, and, and I'm not even paying that close of attention to the plot. I could tell that that was his mother in the bed with the broken leg. And uh, before I know it... I can't talk about oh, it. Oh, man. This, this, is, this has brought up some old memories. Some, some, some rough uh, some childhood oh. things. Um, oh my god you're gonna have to lay down on this Max Cast couch man I think anyway. we're gonna need to yeah um, Max we need to move on okay alright let's let's take How it about, from here oh my god what else we got going on the paper on? hit the flow and the flow was paper it was no. so weighed down with teardrops man that it, it could do nothing but you know, I know. Man. <laughs> where's the goddamn tissue in this joint I, I mean I know it's the end of the world and everything but isn't there... They don't make Kleenex, but they still wall. make sleeves, man. Just They do. And you happen to have a long sleeve shirt on. Ah. Um, anyway, new releases in DVD and Blu-ray. Post-apocalypse. All information courtesy thedigitalbits.com. Please don't sue me, Amazon, or you who or whoever that is. But please pay us, digitalbits.com. Absolutely. For the... Uh, um, we're going to put the other cast out there, so you will hear us talk about this released on the 23rd. Wanted to talk about it again. We covered it last week, but it merits further mention. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I saw this at the theater. This is fantastic. I love this movie. If you're all geeks and smacks casters at heart like we know you are, you will love this film. Or you love it already, and you will be buying it on DVD. Beckmembatov. Because Timur Beckmembatov needs your money. I've been practicing all week to say that. There you go. Beckman well, anyway, like I said, don't forget to check it out next week. It's well worth purchasing. It's another gem by Teamer Beckmembatov. Say it again. Beckmembatov. I got two others for this week, too, that, that are, I wanted to include real quick too, before we go. Roll. It's the uh, last one, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? The last name in this sentence. Beckmembatov. No, never mind. So Anyway, starring uh, Benjamin Walker, Rufus Sewell, Dominic Cooper... Mary Elizabeth Winstead, hot, Aww. hot, hottie. And I'll let you hit the last one. Uh, Martin Sokus. <gasps> Ooh. 
So good. So smooth. Um, but also coming out this week, before we move on to the following week, uh, or uh, upcoming anyway, on the 23rd, is uh, the Blade Runner 30th anniversary special. Oh, dude, I'm so glad. Cool. I thought you were going to mention Mad, Mad Mike. Or oh, Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. No, you I know, just I about I shit the chair. Hey, dude, it's a Soderbergh flick. You know, it's it's legit. <laughs> like, Steven Soderbergh is the man, but it is full of male strippers. Oh, my God. Endlessly. Channing Tatum in a, in a G-string. Just shaking that banana hammock in your face, man. I guess it's I guess it's doing pops out. Uh, I've heard the word banana hammock before, but dude, you're so good with segue. It's well, uh, ladies, if you're listening, apparently his dong is out in the first five minutes, so check that out. But uh, and it's really his dong. I think so. Yeah, I think they're they're done with like fake bits and stuff. You know, I think the last uh, fake dick we'll see was like Boogie Nights or whatever. Like, and that was the fakest dick I've ever yeah. seen in my life, and I didn't see it coming. I don't know why I didn't see it coming because he was all wriggling around in his right. pants. Mainly it's because the last 10 minutes of the film I was like reading a book and looking at the screen and I look up and there's this massive fake wang in my face. Right. Uh, in the screen. It wasn't even a stunt wang. They just made a prosthetic. <laughs> uh, stunt wang. Isn't that what you did before you met your lovely wife? A stunt dick, yeah, man. It's uh, if you, you've dick. seen me, you've seen me in shame as Michael Fassbender's dong. Uh, <laughs> no, but apparently that's uh, that's something as well. What did uh, I see? What was that uh, that movie they just made where that dork makes these makes these uh, porn movies and he comes before they can uh, finish? Well, it's not and Bucky it's, Larson, is yeah, it? Yeah, Bucky okay. Larson. I haven't seen it, but you did. You did you do it? that stunt, Dick? No. Bucky. Okay, good. That's good. That was a thing, though. I don't know. Oh, that wasn't me. Yeah. I don't know whether they showed it, but it was supposed That's, to be uh, like Nick the Swartzen, tiniest man. dong ever. Okay. Nick Swartzen, though. Great, great, uh, funny. He is funny hilarious. And, he is uh, hilarious. So, oh, so anyway, Blade Runner. We're Blade Runner's fucking track. awesome. Blade Runner's dope. The cover of this one has like a sweet-ass origami unicorn and shit, because you know Ed, Ed Almost is like consistently like yeah. folding up. Uh, but I mean, Blade Runner is a flick. Ed Almost. Sean Young. Um... Rutger Hauer. Yes. Rutger Hauer. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Hannah. You know. Uh, pre Splash. Super cool. Was that Pre Splash? Yeah, I think so. I think well, and Harrison Ford, dude, not to forget uh, old Decker himself. But, Before we uh, saw the funky physiognomy that Daryl Hannah is carrying around. Replicants, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. I mean, yeah, awesome, awesome flick, dude. Great and then film. Uh, also this week was uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World with Steve Carell and Kira Knightley. Are you familiar with that at was all? Was that this week, the 16th? Because it's, no, it's no, now it's, the 19th. Yeah, no, I'm talking about forthcoming, I guess, the same week as... Uh, On the 23rd? Yes. Oh, yeah. cool, no. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man, because I heard some pretty good things about it. Uh, it's got Steve Carell and Kira Knightley, and I think they like run across all sorts of people who you're familiar with from like NBC's... Nightly line, you know. Anytime Steve Carell's in a movie, you're probably gonna see somebody from The Office and like somebody from Thirty Rock and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it really is like sort of a uh, rom a rom com apocalyptic. There's a lot of this uh, apocalyptic comedy coming up because the final Shaun of the Dead is forthcoming as well, or the final uh, thing in that that trilogy uh, is yeah, gonna be Hot a, Fuzz, Shaun of the yeah, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and then I've already forgotten the title of the forthcoming. I think it's just called The World's End or something like that. I have to stop turning away from my microphone because have you noticed that the sound bleeds seriously in the bunker when I turn my head away from my microphone? Well, we're just trying to give like an audible uh, uh, palette, you know, for everybody to to draw from. I mean, there's really but I'm going for sounds. but but I'm going for completely stuffed up sexy. Yeah, am I not getting there at all? Go, going for man, you're beyond. You know, you're like dancing on the goalpost of Ooh, completely stepped up. Balls deep. Woo! 
Roll uh, on. Anything else? No, so that's it for this this coming week. Uh, but I'm looking forward to, to all of that stuff, man. I've got kind of a, an exciting, cool one if you're a child of the 70s like I am. Um, and you're like a child of the... I don't know. Anyway... Um, the universe. Man. You remember yeah. Dark Shadows, obviously. Right, the original, yeah. not the Tim Burton version. What old Barnabas Collins. On October yeah. the 30th of 2012... House of Dark Shadows, Shadows, Shadows. That was made awesome. 1970. On Blu-ray and DVD, a timeless classic starring Jonathan Frid, Grayson Hall, and Catherine Lee Scott, and directed by the late Dan Curtis. And I mean that sincerely, because that dude did every freaking horror tele-miniseries shit that was on in the 70s. Salem's Lot. Really? Okay. Yeah, he did all the badass stuff, but I mean, he was most well known for Dark Shadows, the series, before he directed this film. And it's not, like I said, not, not to be confused with a long running TV series, but House of Dark Shadows is a feature length horror film. Hey, it's almost Halloween, folks. Yeah, perfect time. Absolutely. Um, what else is up on the? Do you see anything on the list, man? Uh, man, it looks like also the uh, the new uh, period uh, crime drama Copper from the BBC America uh, Studios is coming out. Uh, I think that just wrapped up too, so they're getting really good with their turnaround time because that yeah, they just aired. Yeah, um, and I and I watched it, and it's it's awesome. And it's like 1920s New York, I think, right? Did you watch it all, like from start to finish? It's earlier. I isn't it earlier? Isn't it before? Yeah, possibly. Isn't I mean, it just post Civil War? Is it really? No. Okay. I don't. I can't remember. God. Okay, I figured it was like twenties New York or something like that. Like I said, I, I didn't catch every episode, but you. I think you're right because it's like the Five Points New York. So okay, but it looks badass. I mean, and it's you know it's going to be I assume anyway dark gritty you know uh, hard hitting right? Is yeah, it, the dude's like it really is. is. Okay, they don't pull any punches. That's for sure. Uh, police anti hero. Who else? Who's in that show? Uh, yeah. So we got Tom Weston Jones. I'm assuming playing the main character, the the copper himself. Right, right. Uh, Kyle Schmid from uh, Blood Ties and Being Human. Who was he on Being Human? Do you know? Um, he's in the the sci-fi version, and he played. God, I can't think of the character's name, but he played um, the main character in. And I watched this show. I have it on DVD, but. I'm trying to remember all the characters' names. I know that the werewolf is um, played by Sam Huntington, and the character's name is Josh. Aiden, because they kept the same. Yeah, they okay. kept the same yeah. uh, name for the vampire. Or no, that's the or no, that's the, the act. That's him. Aiden yeah, Turner, yeah, the yeah, actor yeah. that plays him. Okay, but his name is Aiden in the sci-fi version, and this is a um, John or um, Kyle Schmidt plays a vampire who is who was made by Aiden during the First World War right on. and he turns okay. out to be somewhat of a pain in the arse so to speak right but um, there's a really good African or I don't know whether he's naturalized American or but he's a fantastic African American actor and his name is Otto Essendo and uh, he plays and a physician during this time period. So you can imagine the, the trials and tribulations that he goes through being a black man. And trying to do that anything. early. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And then Anastasia Griffith, I believe, I can't remember. I'm sorry, folks. I can't remember the character that she plays. But coming up the week after that, unless did you have any other DVD releases on the 30th? No, sir. 
and there will be the the various and sundry Halloween, you know, re-releases, re, 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 re-releases of horror flicks. And they're also re-releasing a bunch of Bond flicks, but I omitted that because you know, yeah, whatever. We all know about James Bond. But there weren't any um, horror flicks that stuck out to me, you know, that were released that week. But on November the sixth of 2012 we have The Amazing Spider-Man and this is yet another Spider-Man reboot well received starring Doctor Who alumnus alumnus alumni Andrew Garfield I'm hoping he did a better New York accent in this one than he did in the uh, can you remember the the, yeah it was terrible well he was from Kentucky remember oh yeah yeah, yeah, playing like a kid from the sticks okay the garrugerous Emma Stone Reese Evans, uh, Dennis Leary, ad infinitum, ad nauseum. If they live in Hollywood, work in Hollywood, have a Screen Actors Guild card, they were in The Amazing Spider-Man. Well, do and directed by Mark Webb, you know. So uh, you think the ama- the web of Spider-Man? Uh, but right. Mark Webb did that Five Hundred Days of Summer, which was like super, you know, super indie and like yeah, uh, uh, was really looking for like a yeah Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah and uh, Zoe Deschanel. Who, which I last night I watched Fifty Fifty, with uh, oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen. Is that good? Yeah, it's really good. In, okay, it ends well. Um, no, I'm, that's not a huge spoiler, but it's about a character who's very young, twenty-seven, I believe, and he finds out he has a rare form of spinal cancer. Everything that he goes through, and his girlfriend in that uh, movie is played by Ron Howard's lovely daughter. Oh, is that Bryce Dallas Howard? Bryce okay. Dallas Howard. Right. She looks wonderful. And, uh, uh, wasn't she... No, she was in the last Spider-Man flick, right? Yeah, she that? played... Okay. Uh, not, did she play Gwen Stacy? She played Gwen Stacy. She played Gwen Stacy, yeah. Because there was no Mary Jane in this one. It was Gwen Stacy. It was Emma right. was Gwen Stacy. There might have uh, been Dennis Mary Davis. Jane, but there was no Mary Jane character. Right, there you go. Well, apparently, uh, I think in the forthcoming one, because they're going to make like a thousand of these now. Uh, the amazingly and, high Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's you know the uh, the Twilight Spider-Man. You know uh, it shows Andrew Garfield. He's oh, got the, okay. Twilight air. Uh, but you know, man, like Spider-Man. I I don't know. I did hear that this was like okay and stuff, but it seems like maybe serviceable. I don't know. I, and I'm generally excited about comic book movies. Spider-Man You're a purist movies. though. When I'm it a comes Spider-Man to dude too, and I wanted to be excited, but it's like man, who cares, dude? Uh, yeah. I'll tell you who got the shaft was Dylan Baker, dude. Dylan Baker, they set up in all those Sam Raimi movies to become the lizard. Like, every time he was Dr. Kirk Connors, and he was, you know, like, I was always waiting for the big turn, because Kirk Connors is the guy that becomes the lizard. Right, he right. loses the arm, you know, and he's yeah. experimenting with lizard DNA in order to grow it back. Right. Um, so the whole time, they, you know, they set it up all along, and then, like, the second they switched to Sorry about the cast, extremely loud itching, but this Dylan jock sitch is a bitch. I'm sorry. Hey, man, you know, if you got to hit your jock, you got to hit your jock. Uh, well, I'm getting ready to do... I'm getting ready to do a little stunt dicking in an upcoming Sam Raimi flick called The Evil Dick. Oh, man. You know they're remaking The Evil Dick, right? It's Bruce not... Campbell's out there talking about it's going to be okay or whatever. Like, I like that they have uh, Bruce Campbell uh, t- attempting to ass- assuage the fans' fears, if I use that word right, Yeah. Uh, to, to ease our... to apply a balm to our... Gilead? Yeah. Oh! Uh, And I need to apologize to any female SmacksCast fans or any SmacksCast fans who used to be females but who no longer are SmacksCast fans because we've done mention the word dick at least 30 times during the Yeah, I mean, don't be be such a dick. 
I know because it's just a podcast. <laughs> oh man, that's all right. I think. Oh, uh, wow, God damn it! Uh, I was rolling sure was... that shit up for my my for my dick shot, and you plunked that coffee cup oh, down. Man. I apologize. Rolling up ouch. Coffee okay. cup and you drink it. Uh, so you were about Kurt Connors and Dylan Baker. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I just uh, you know they they set it up on uh, over the course of three films and then just like nothing. And then in the very uh, next flick, a dude portrays a lizard. You know, I like uh, Reese Fong. I love Reese Fong. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, but I was talking to you about Danny Deck chair just a week or two. Yes, ago. sir. Man, that dude ties a bunch of balloons to his chair and then just floats up into the sky. And, you know, they say that's based on a true story. Yeah, I, I heard that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure uh, if everything went quite as well. But you know, uh, yeah, with uh, with Miranda Otto, right? The new yeah, movie. I was gonna say I doubt if there was a Miranda Otto at the other end of the chair landing. No, but there's only. I mean, really, there's only one. There, she's she's no man of woman born, right? So yeah, uh, they, you, you don't always find a girl that's gonna stab a Nazgul in the face and shit. Oh my god, uh, that so, was so erotic. That was, it was pretty great. She uh, was great. <laughs> we're gonna nothing more dick jokes, man. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a dick which, joke. Which that was fun. erotic. No, I was about stab to, the Nazgul yeah. in the face. I mean, I was gonna be like, if she penetrated that Nazgul face, where yeah, I went so. home that after we saw that film, and I asked my wife if. I said, look, I'm the witch king. Stab me in the face. And it yeah. didn't work. No. She said she'd like to stab me in the face for other infractions, but not as the witch king. Not in any way that you would have enjoyed. Just as me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You're like, but I'm one of the nine, man. I guess they're eight now, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. After uh, post-Miranda. Yeah. So... We have another lovely gem on our list here, Max, and I'm going to allow you to introduce it. Oh, dude, this is a motherfucking classic right here. They Live, directed by John Carpenter with Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith David, who I met on a plane earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, And Pretty Foxy Meg Foster, man. Uh, He met Keith... Folks, he met Keith David on a plane. And he did not attempt to touch his fries. No, I definitely did not touch that dude's fries. Uh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to malign Keith David in any way. Because in this very film, Keith David and Rowdy Rowdy Piper just beat the shit out of each other for like 10 solid minutes. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think that was the inspiration for the cripple fight on South Park between uh, Tim and Jimmy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. They just keep beating on each other. Yeah, that. And honestly, as much as I enjoy this film, like that takes me out every time. It's, I don't know. Yeah, but you gotta love those fucked up skeletons when they put on their sunglasses, dude. I mean, that's the thing. Like, as as many goofy as some of the visuals are, or whatever. Like, it was awesome. It was jarring. It was cool. It had like a, you know, it was a a horror movie with a message. And Meg Meg Foster and her her deep blue eyes. Yeah. Then she winds up. Then she wind up being a turncoat. I think she did. Yeah, she? I think it's been a little while. Now, but yeah, because she pulled a pistol on. Right. Damn. So, but yeah, that's um, directed by John Carpenter, obviously, like you said, and he's he can't touch much of anything without turning it into gold. And starring right, even the you know the short when Showtime did the Masters of Horror series, he did. Oh yeah, which one did he do? I did uh, Cigarette show. Burns, I think. Cigarette Burns with the Norman Reedus of Walking Dead fame. Oh, we probably, I'm sure we watched that too. I don't remember it that well. Where he kept uh, looking for this film and yeah. uh, I can't, yeah. it's been so long since I've seen it. Okay. Well, but, watch the Masters of Horror if you need some good Halloween watching, man. There's one with like, did you see the one with Meatloaf? It was like fur traders, fur yeah. or something. Yeah, but have you seen trade? the one that freaked me out and actually, not not many horror movies really freak me out, but this one freaked me out. And it was called 
I think it was called the V Word, where and it had Michael Ironside in it as a vampire. I don't know if I remember that, but I love Michael Ironside. Oh, dude, yeah, these two kids wind up. It opens and they're playing. They're playing Xbox and they're. I think it was even Doom that they were playing. Nice. I can't remember, but they were blowing each other away, and then they wind up breaking into a funeral home. Okay. And they, yeah, and they, um, and run they're fucking life. with these corpses, and one of them sets up and starts coming after him, and it's pretty creepy. And he finds the way, uh, the way to their house, and these vampires don't, you know, put a couple little holes in your neck. They rip your fucking throat out. They're almost like thirty days a night. Well, it's always good when you get a dude who's like automatically scary and imposing and shit like Michael Ironside and then also make him a vampire then give him supernatural ability yeah uh, yeah. yeah that's gotta be awesome man it was good you gotta see it dude dude the one with meatloaf do you remember the thing like this is the image that'll stick with me till the end of my days or whatever this dude like cut made cuts in his skin so that Excuse it looked me. like he was wearing like a wife beater and then proceeded to tear like a wife beater of flesh from his fucking body you remember that? He, like, held it up. It was so gross. Oh, I think I uh, remember. It yeah. Was, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's scarred me. Because I, uh, I saw all the Masters of Horror series. They were good. I miss Masters of Horror because... There was a good Takeshi Miike one or something, too. I can't remember who was in it, though. I don't, never mind. I don't have enough on it right now. I know yet. what you're talking about. I can't, I can't think of the title. Oh well, you got. I'm sure it had Billy Drago in it, though. That's what I remember about. I'm it. sure if people Drago. listen to our stuff, they're familiar with the Masters of Horror series for the most part. But um, should we move on and talk about you know technology slash gadgets? Or, let's do it, man. We'll just hit on it briefly because on October the 23rd, the Apple iPad Mini will be presented to the world, and it is being marketed as ultra thin, ultra light. Magical and slightly smaller, according to Gizmodo.com, which is the coolest fucking website name ever. Yeah. Um, according to this website, we can expect a 7.85-inch non-retina screen, which, boo, I want a retina screen. They can do it on the fucking iPhone. They can do it on a 7-inch screen. Right, absolutely. An A5 processor and 512 megabytes of RAM. Price, capacity, colors, and model are not certain yet. That makes me feel good. Not about that, but I mean, just the fact that there is an Apple iPad Mini, because like that's essentially to to stay in competition with uh, Barnes and Noble and Amazon with their you know their small tablets, uh, and that means that I'll probably continue to have a job. For uh, <laughs> but, but you know what the the uh, the prices. I'm sorry for all the squeaking. Um, we are out of WD forty here in the bunker. We've been using, you know, just fat from random animals and, and poor passed away relatives that we've been eating, but, uh, you know. I know. You got a little something in the corner of your mouth yeah, there. I mean, it's, it's, it's Tim, but <sighs> oh, he's shit. a good dude. Tim. Yeah. I got tired of the grit, and I'm sorry we had to take his ass out. But anyway, he was a good, big, fat motherfucker, so he lasted. He was he was tough, man. He was tough in life. He was tough in a stew pot. I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> um. Speaking of Nook, why don't you brace us on the next one? Since Max does run the shit, I do this runs is, the yeah, shizzle at Barnes and Noble. Essentially, all, everything you buy, you know, the money goes to me. I'm, uh, I'm the man. No, uh, not at, I'm. Oh wait, I'm before we move on, I mentioned price. The price is either going to be two hundred and fifty or three hundred fifty, which is cool. And uh, the reviewer was actually thinking it's going to be two hundred and fifty. If it's going to be two fifty, that's quite a drop from the six hundred dollars they want for the regular iPad. Absolutely, man, and it's more in keeping with the you know the forthcoming Nook HD, which I think is I can't recall the exact pricing, but it's competitive with that. 
one, one I think the Nook HD is going to be the seven inch is going to be like what was it one sixty nine or one ninety nine? It's going to be reasonable yeah, for an HD right. tablet. The, the larger one I think too is is a little closer to the two hundred or something. Yeah. What were we yeah. going to talk about next? Uh, man, I got some stuff. If you want to do uh, a little bit of TV, well, first of all, uh, you want the to Nook stay? HD. Is that yeah, what you're talk? yeah, yeah. I almost skipped right over. Uh, <laughs> I got some other crap because I'm already really good into TV. But uh, Nook HD's already. They've got the uh, seven and nine inch models. Uh, let's see. The the seven inch model is that it's got the highest resolution on a seven inch tablet uh, currently out there uh, or forthcoming. Uh, brilliant color, ultra crisp definition, and minimal glare. Uh, and Nook, uh, well, the cool thing is that Barnes and Noble is finally going to have a, uh, a content store so that you're going to be able to, like, you've been able to, uh, stream Netflix and stuff like that via the, right. the Nook tablet and the Nook color. Uh, but at this point you're going to be able to buy stuff through Barnes and Noble, just like you can through Amazon. Yeah. It's, and you can do it on other devices too, right? Cause I think I read that. Absolutely. I mean, cause you can have your Barnes and Noble account. You can read your eBooks on your PC and stuff like that. So you'll be able to buy television shows, music, movies that way as well. Um, but just it's it's essential that we had that content store, and I think I'm really glad that they're they're gonna. Uh, it's, it's, it's hey, coming, you know, as the BG said, staying alive, staying right. alive. Uh, uh, and as one BG uh, has managed to actually do, stay alive. Ooh, that was wrong. Sorry, sorry, Gibbs. Wrong. Uh, wrong, Andy, Barry. Andy was my favorite. He was. Barry's the one that's alive, right? Yeah. Still Barry. Yeah, because Robin. Talk show. Robin Maurice and Andy are all gone. May the rest in peace. Moment of silence on the smacks again. God damn it. They, they always take I the said moment of silence on the smacks. Alright, that's fast enough. What were you? Where were you going with what's on television, Max? Well, first, I mean, we can't uh, we can't do anything before we talk about Walking Dead, dude. Uh, Walking Dead series premiere or uh, series uh, yeah, season series, premiere season premiere season premiere season right. three premiere was uh, this week. It was on uh, Sunday, I think. Yes, it was, uh, and it was, in my opinion, fucking fucking awesome. fantastic. It was great, dude. They killed Andrew Lincoln was interviewed, and he said we killed more zombies in one episode than we did in all of season two, and you can see it. It was. <laughs> like it was like fucking uh, zombies in riot gear was that the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life yeah okay not only was it awesome but like <laughs> it was really kind of awesome for them because like what zombies gonna bite you through a helmet like they were safe <laughs> yeah they're like uh-huh. as hard as it was to kill those zombies like through the helmet they also were really in, in minimal danger from riot gear zombies yeah, uh, no. and then of course once you dispose of them you're simply left with riot gear which is pretty great uh, Greg Nicotero was saying they developed so many different kinds of I guess he was showing um, an interviewer somebody um, the different things he has to play with this season. He like has a removable head for a zombie. He said he has yeah. an additional animatronic zombie, um, but they also have like um, they have they've named all of their different zombies. Obviously, that's but, pretty great. Um, by the way, do you watch The Talking Dead after The Walking Dead? Not usually, no. With I Chris think Hardwick, cool my brother from another mother. There you go. According to you, I mean, uh, in, including you, Max. But um, Hardwick, the host of Talking Dead, which is like a 30-minute show on After the Walking Dead, and they interview castmates. They had Michonne, or cast members, they had Michonne on there last week. And they also had Glenn Glenn Mazzara or something. Yeah, Denai Guerrera. You're right, Guerrera. Guerrera. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, she's beautiful, first of all, but then they had... um, uh, Glenn Mazzara, who's one of the executive producers. Okay, you see his name at the top of every episode. Yeah, 
And um, they just chatted it up and basically talked about what they like and dislike. Well, no, they didn't mention too many dislikes because honestly, there's not much dislike about The Walking Dead, folks. And if you don't like it, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any show where you rip off a helmet and the face of the zombie is removed oh, at the same time. My favorite fucking part. Ah, uh, dude. It was I like chicken skin, just, dude. Yeah. Just, and it was yeah. so gross. And it was so awesome. So there's really something that's gross. There. Well, yeah, in, in all the best ways. I hear, I hear sounds We've been from other areas of the bunker. Lily. Oh, that was a ghostly voice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, floating through the ether. Oh, my God. It's emotional. And it, it, it causes me to be emotional when I think about our former family. I think more than... Although our wives are only yards away, remember, yeah. so we can't ever get away from them. But So, what else about The Walking Dead did you like? I they took on the jail man we're finally you know we're gonna see the prison I think it was really you know it was an awesome cliffhanger at the end uh, even the prison's though it was the best part yeah it, or at least one of the one of the higher points for sure uh, of the of the book series too because I mean and not it's it's certainly separate from the book at this point but yeah. I mean this this part at least is sort of going so do you think the governor's gonna wind up cutting Rick's hand off or is that's that gonna be interesting to see man and the governor's David Morrissey from yeah. uh, you know Doctor Who fan which we probably mentioned on here before he but, was in uh, Blitz as well that yeah. we talked about oh, last yeah. I still I gotta watch that man I gotta but, watch that so bad yeah, if you like seeing shit in a jar floating in a sea of piss and I do I mean that's why I keep shitting in that jar but uh, jar fill it up fill it up yeah um yeah, it's, I need to watch that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's quite possible they've they've kept enough stuff where I keep thinking things from the book are gonna happen. They've diverged enough where I don't really know what to expect, so it's hard to tell. Um, I just, I mean, we're both readers of the comic, so we we expect a certain adherence to the material. But I do like how they take the show and they mix it up a little bit because. Kirkman and, and the others are really closely involved in the production of the show, so they're not going to let it get too far away. No, I don't think so. And I would. I mean, the, the divergences they've taken have made it more interesting. You see it in, um, well, I mean, like True Blood. You can watch True Blood independently from the books and read the books and get a different experience. I mean, really, like, as True, much I'm as I I'm a little do, upset about True Blood. So. I mean, in general, or just the most recent season? Yeah, True Blood is really going way off the beaten path. And I didn't know until just I read this last week or the week before that uh, Frank Darabont had been removed. From no, Darabont got removed uh, like very shortly into the second season, which is why like some of those episodes, yeah. even though the show was still strong, felt kind of choppy and stuff. Yeah. And I think he didn't necessarily leave on good terms. You know, I mean, because it, it started it really issue. slow. I think they said. And the thing is, like that dude, you know, he has a vision. You've seen him produce horror stuff before, oh, and, it's, yeah. and it's awesome. So I mean, I don't know why that happened I think the show is still strong in spite of it but uh, I think he basically a, birthed this show a, in, in addition yeah. to the creators of the comic in, a, in an awesome way who looks at that first you know season even if it's six you know the, the short six episode season and, and doesn't see that it was fucking awesome I mean I guess uh, I guess this third uh, season premiere though premiered like it was the the ratings just stomped every other thing around it. Like the the Walking Dead premieres are always have been strong. I mean, even for the first one, it was it was phenomenal. It blew away Mad Men. And oh, the they did it on Halloween, man. That's yeah, great too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you could potentially see low ratings for that reason too. But no, it was it was yeah. awesome. Um, and I guess this time around, it was just it was freaking ridiculous. Like uh, I can't remember. I think it was like fifteen million views on the first. Yeah, time. it was um, fantastic. But. 
I loved the, I loved it, and then there's going to be some great shit happening this season. I loved how they just started yeah. busting, kicking ass. Um, what kind of silencers were those on their guns? They looked like little mini baseball bats or something. Well, it looked like, yeah, at least one of them was like homemade or something, which I thought was cool, too. Uh, one and Carl is fucking shit up. Yeah. Carl, Carl's kind of a baller, dude. I mean, he, he is in the books, too, and I'm glad they sort of they let him keep that, and they're not uh, afraid to... I mean, obviously, they're not afraid to tackle any of this. I was afraid of that when I heard the show was coming on, just the... The source material is just so gritty and so like you know hard to deal with at times if you care about these characters and it's like they they let some of this shit happen you know I mean there's, yeah. there's gravity and it you know that's what's making it a quality show. Yeah, I was a little upset with Lori Holden in season two, but I think everybody was. She's on her own memes about it and stuff. Yeah. Man, I've got a little blurb about um, the U.S. version of Being Human. Cool. Um, which, like I said earlier, is one of my favorites. I obviously love the U.K. version more, Mo better, but I do love the U.S. version. And it will return for Season 3 on Monday, January the 14th at 9, 8 Central Standard Time. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. This isn't old news, but... Mark Pellegrino, I'm sure you've heard of him. He's been in Supernatural. He played yeah. Satan. Um, oh, Lock and Key, which was... Oh, a, my God, that never is going to happen. Hey, that's Joe Hill. That's Stephen King's son. That's well, I don't know if this movie. was. This was a 2011 TV movie centered around three children who become yep. caretakers. Yep. It's the... that's We're talking about the pilot of a show that now is not going to exist or whatever. They were in talks. That, that graphic did they release? Series. Did they release the pilot? You can find that pilot online, I think, and then at, like, you know, cons and stuff, but I don't think they ever actually aired it. And it's, I heard it was pretty strong. I still haven't watched the pilot myself, but i got to try to track it down Ah, somewhere. so that was it, huh? Um, and it's such an awesome awesome story man it would have been fucking amazing dude and it, it went nowhere and i think fox was gonna air it or something but just just looking at that makes me sad but that's absolutely it and so that's that's joe hill's uh big comic work he's done some other stuff but that's his his world that he created with the you know these locks that do different things in this house you know you unlock a door you go through it and you're a ghost you unlock it you go through it and you're in the past you can unlock your head and pull memories out and oh, feelings out. It's so, it's so wide. It's such an awesome... You've read the, co- the comics? Yes, sir. I need to read it. It's, it's I amazing. Need to read you would dig Do you have them? No. But <laughs> you read them online or yeah. what? Um, but it's it, they're absolutely worth it in whatever way you decide to read them. It's, it's yeah. a fantastic series. I read them mostly in trade, actually, at work, and then I've read a few online as well. Cool. Um, um, and he plays, he plays Bishop. No, that's cool. He plays Bishop on Being Human. And he's just... A really good charismatic character actor, but um, Kyle Schmid, the, the Schmid, dog, Schmid boy. that we mentioned previously, is another guest star who will be returning, and Kristen Hager, who plays Josh's girlfriend Nora, will be promoted to series regular. So I guess it takes three series. Uh, Not gonna get that guest Emmy anymore, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to work for that. Work for that money. Another treat this season will be seeing great character actor Xander Berkeley from Nikita in 24. Oh, cool. The screens. Okay. So anything else you got? Uh, man, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Misfits, my other favorite British television oh, show, is coming know, back. I watched the first couple episodes of Pilot and I loved it. Did you really? I just okay, need to cool. get back to it. Oh, you so should, dude. Oh, you gotta, you gotta get it while the getting's good. I love Nathan in there in the first couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, that dude's fantastic. Uh, Robert Sheehan is the actor, but uh, it's coming back on the 28th of October. So it's coming on pretty quick. Uh, I think most people in America watch it via Hulu. Um, and Hulu Plus, but you can stream it probably elsewhere, I'm sure. I'm not sure if it's on BBC America or not. 
Yeah, I know. I, I saw it on Hulu. Uh, it's it's definitely something to watch if you haven't, or uh, be excited about if you have. Yeah, it's, it's coming back. Um, and then uh, do so. Do, what was there anything particular about the show or that I enjoyed? I mean, it's it's no, like uh, I mean, any new any new. Oh stuff? no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't grab the list of new stars. Uh, but there are. I think there oh. are three new characters: is a, a girl and two guys. I just can't remember the actor's name, and I uh, very smartly did not make note of that. <laughs> and, uh, no, but you said it just started. It's coming on uh, October twenty eighth. Oh, so it's yeah. There's still time to find out in advance too. I'm Maybe sorry. we'll talk about it next week. I'm I, sorry. Yeah, no, but I mean you're 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 more thorough in your notes. My head's a little stuffed like, up. Some of my notes are like literally four words long. I just wrote Fillion as Star Lord question mark. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. That's some real shit though. Uh, I'm still disappointed that the fades did, isn't did not get renewed for a second. I still need to watch the fades, man. Even though it did get, I guess, left. What it's not going anywhere then, or it's okay. No, I need to loan it to you. I have it on. I have the first season on DVD. Uh, but it misfits do awesome, awesome stuff, and I do want to check out the fades actually because that looked really cool. Yeah, it is. It's fucking cool, and yeah. I can't believe they did not renew it for a second season. That's balls, man. I mean, did it officially get canceled, or is, is there like the slight possibility that they could go back? There's with no fan outcry. Okay. There's no possibility it's coming back, and you know they kind of left it really hanging at the end of the show as well, but. It's one of those you could kind of end it with the way it ended, or okay. but it still left a lot of questions unanswered. So right. they didn't get covered as much as I thought. It'll come back ten years later. They'll they'll do like they did with Serenity and make a film. And no, actually, I don't know if they'll do that. But, but I it's always possible, right? You know, it's uh, you, all you need is good writers to open something back up. So yeah, if it I really wish they would. Has that demand, you know? So we just yeah. uh, let's let's start a campaign. I, well, I gotta watch it first, so I know I'm behind it, but I'm sure I'm behind <laughs> it. Um, you're not watching a new Green Arrow show, are you? Huh? <clears throat> Green Arrow? Watching, yeah, CW has a, a Green Arrow. Dude, show. Just I Arrow. just switched to Uverse, and there's no CW, but I Box. think I can I can find it somewhere online or something. Yeah, I'm pretty CW, sure I think streams some of their yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torrent. Post-apocalypse, you know, we don't have to worry yeah. about uh, rights and all this. Right? But, oh, yeah. Um, it's it's what? No. really, like, pretty enjoyable thus far. There have only been two uh, two episodes uh, that they've aired so far. It's it's a Wednesday night show. Uh, it's it, The pilot was cool, man. It was jam-packed with stuff. I'm, I, I'm a fan of Green Arrow in the comic books. They're definitely things that they haven't used in here uh, they showed him for a minute like on the island or whatever because he you know green arrow he's essentially like a batman type character he's a billionaire that you know um ends up fighting for justice and all of that but what happens to him is he gets marooned on this island he was always a fan of robin hood and archery and stuff like that he ends up using archery to survive on the island he you know cobbles together a bow from shit uh in this one it looks like there's even more mysterious shit going on on the island so it's almost like Green Arrow meets Batman meets Lost, uh, with a little bit of Lost thrown in there and stuff. I do. You know? I have to watch that. I uh, really do. Did you happen to watch yeah. The Beauty and the Beast? No, but I, I heard some stuff about that. I heard it was, uh, it was sort of enjoyable and it uh, cool. obviously has Kristen Krupp in it. So, uh, I didn't know how you could follow up you know, the great Ron Perlman with Kristen Kirk and yeah, dude. somebody else. Uh, and that was Linda Hamilton, man. I know. Uh, Sarah Connor. But, Sarah uh, Connor. Yeah, we'll Mother to John. They'll be back. Uh, they always come back. Come, come with me if you want to live. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, New Green Arrow, if you get a chance to check it out, uh, I'm going to keep watching it and sort of keep, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up if my opinion changes drastically or if I'm 
continually impressed or whatever, but uh, they did even in the even in the solicitation for it before the show aired, there was like a quick shot of like uh, Deadshot. You see Deadshot, you see Deathstroke, or you see the mask, you know, or something oh, like hell that. Yeah. Where I'm just, it's all these like cool DC assassin characters that never really get their due, I think, in any other format but the comic book. So it's just cool to see that that shit's just gonna be realized, and you're gonna you're gonna watch it go down. Uh, and so far, the tone of the show is like super dark. It's not real Smallville and stuff. Uh, not that there's Good. anything wrong with that, but I wanted it to be a little bit more like it seems to be right. that it's going Life to be. Life so. is not all sunshines, rainbows, and candy canes. And Bizarro, you know, uh, him am number one, but, uh, I'm, you know, I just want to watch uh, just want to watch a badass with a bow, man. It's like Hawkeye, the television show. Right. Uh, yeah. So, um, but, so you didn't get to watch Beauty and the Beast yet, but um, the CW has some good stuff on, usually. I know my daughter and wife I've watched The Vampire Diaries since it came on, and I've even watched it with him a little bit. I've heard to, it's all right. I mean, it's pretty cool. So that we could do something together, but last year the fucking plot line went all over the place, and I wasn't that interested. Sure. But, um, so, man, I don't. I think we're coming to the end of another Smacks cast. I don't know. How do you feel? You got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Uh, nothing pressing, man. I think uh, I threw Philly in as Star-Lord in there, but I got a couple other Marvel things, and we're running long on time, so we'll maybe throw them into the next one. Cool. Uh, yeah, let's so, take so just let me. that hang over you for like a week, you know? Philly and Starlord, what, what could you be talking about? <laughs> Unless uh, you want to cover them now. That's up to you, man. I think... Uh, You're half of the dynamic duo. You know, I'll, th- I'll, I'll bundle together some Marvel facts with actually a little bit more info, too. Or a little bit more well-researched. Cool. So. And hopefully we'll get all you people out, you know, downloading, subscribing. Let's make this a big deal. I mean... We don't have any delusions that we're going to be able to pay off our mortgage or send our kids through college. Actually, all my kids are grown. That's fucked up. <clears throat> anyway, pay for anything with money from anything because this is free, free love. That's right, man. But you're um, listening to Stunt Dick Sean Smith and one time maybe touch your Max Brown, Brown, man. You know you were a stunt dick as well. Oh, that's true. Well, hey. Uh, mustache hat himself. Stunt dick mentor. Um, that's probably... The maximum number of times the word dick has ever been heard in a podcast, I'm guessing. Uh, dick, 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 dick. Dick, Let's get the dick out of here, Max. What do you dick and say? Uh, I'm dicking into it, man. Let's do it. How about one more dick? Can Chewy say dick? Dick. <laughs> dick.